So we're holding by Malachim Aleph, we had Perich of Aleph, Pasuk Yud Aleph, the Shiva started as a Shosil and Ishmas, Yicheskel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be a Shosil and Ishmas, Moshe ben Daniel, Chaimelaz of Inshimshin Arye, and Esther Tzirobas Yicheskel, as well as a Shosil for Shlema, Fachaim Moshe Shoah ben Malka, Chaim Deb ben Minarachon, and Chanoli Abbas Shendo Rachel. It should also be a Shos for all those in Amakam Sakona in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we learned previously that Izevel comes up with a plot to get rid of Navais and in that way give the vineyard of Navais over to Achav, and that is to have Navais falsely accused of cursing Hashem and cursing the king. He will be Chayev Misa, to Edom will testify against him in Bezdin, and in that way he'll be killed, executed, and the king, depending on which shot you learn, but either way, either the king will inherit it as a Yerusha, or the king will inherit it as is his right for someone who's executed for, for cursing the king, but the king will gain the vineyard of Navis. So Pasuk and Aleph, so they put the plan into action. So the people of the city did. The elders of the city and the officials of the city. Who lived in that city in Yisrael. Just as Yisrael had instructed them. As was written in the scrolls, those svarim, those letters that she had written up and sent to them. So they declared a fast. They seated Navais at the head of the people. And then two men who were immoral, who were of low character, came forward, and they stood opposite him, meaning they testified against him. And they testified against Navais in front of the people, saying, Navais has cursed God and the king. They took him outside of the city. They stoned him with stones and he died. So the Ralbag brings Araya from here that since they took him out of the city to stone him, that the Makayim for Skila was always outside of the city. It was not in the city proper. So the Malbim explains, consistent with the Pshadi was learning till now, that really everyone knew that this was Edus Sheker. And remember, we saw last time that the Edim were comfortable doing it because they felt that this had really been happened to the king, but they didn't want to demean the king by making him come forward. So they agreed to stand in and fill in and say Edos on behalf of the king. But everyone knew that this was Edos Sheker. And the Pasuk is telling you not only the Skenim and the Chayrim knew this, but Vayasu Anshi Iroi, even the people of a city, the regular people, Hamoin Am knew that this was false, but they didn't mind doing it. Why? Because number one, the Pasuk says, Asher Ayoshrem Bi'iroi that they lived in a city, meaning that they were okay being uh, uh, silent accomplices to this and condoning it because they hated him. They hated Navais. They didn't mind getting rid of him. And B, that they used the excuse that, look, it's not, uh, it's not up to us. The queen, Izevel, is ordering this to be done. So we're going to let it done. Like, what can we do? Throwing their hands up. Now, really, they could have protested and done something. As we saw, uh, Izevel did not feel comfortable just killing Navais outright. She was concerned of how the people would react. So if the people would have stood up and made a mecha, she would have been powerless to stop them. But they did not, because they anyway did not mind having Navais out of the way for whatever reason. They had hatred towards him. And therefore, they used the queen's directives and orders just as an excuse. The Rabag, however, learns differently. In his Tayelis number 36, back on Pasaches, the Rabag brings down that he says that Achav and Izevel had full control, full reign over Klal Yisrael to the point where they could punish people who did not fall in line. And therefore, he says, when Elio comes and brings the message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the perpetrators of this plan, of this plot to execute Navais, which are Achav and Izevel, will be held accountable, 
Elio doesn't mention anything about the Skenim, the Chayrim, or the Ancheyam. Says the Rabag, that's because Achav held their lives in his hand. If he wanted, or if he's ever wanted, they could have had them executed. And in fact, we saw previously that there were these Nare Sari Hamedinois that Achav had under his control that he sent to battle against Aram. Who were they? We said one shot was that they were the sons of the officers and the leaders of the cities that Achav held hostage to make sure that they, that they were compliant with his wishes. And so they had no choice. Their children would have been killed. So they had to go along with this plot. And so says the Ralbag, that's why they weren't held accountable by LEO because they had no choice. So the Rabag is learning just opposite that it was really the sole perpetrators of this were Achav and Ezevel. There's an interesting Chassam Seifer in Chayish Mishpat where he actually declares this Shaila as a Halach Lamaisa Shaila. Chassam Seifer asks if someone is being compelled by threat of their lives to testify falsely and thereby cause the death of another person, does that fall under the auspices of Yargval Yavar? We know that there are three cardinal Averas that you're not allowed to do even if someone threatens your life. And one of them is Shvi Chazdamim. You're not allowed to murder someone. So asks Chassam Seifer, what happens if the murder is that you, they want you to testify falsely? Like in this case where Izevel is compelling them to testify falsely. And according to the Ralbag, they would have been executed or their children would have been executed if they failed to follow along. So the Chassam Seifer goes back and forth, and I'm not going to go through the whole tshuva. He goes through whether you it's a it's only a grama or it's it's a it's a lavshem by ma'isos, but but edus maybe is different. He comes out at the end, and he brings a raya from our pasuk that lechayra it is aser, and it would even fall under the auspices of Yahar Gval Yavar because he says. The fact that the Pasuk calls them B'nai B'lial, which the Chassam Seifer learns that it was because of their testimony that they were called B'nai B'lial, shows you that they did something wrong. They really should have given up their lives and not testified against Navais, even if it meant Izevel executing them. The fact that they did shows that they went against Halacha and therefore they are referred to in the Pasuk as B'nai B'lial. However, he does end off the tshuva by saying that there still needs to be some analysis on this matter, but it is a little bit beautiful to see how the Chassam Seifer is literally bringing the words of the Navi to life and being medayik in the psukim to a halacha l'maysa shayla. Sefer Avasoylam discusses in Pasuk Yudbeis that they called a fast and they immediately seated Navais testified against him and executed him the same day. And Avasoylam says that that also seems to be against Halacha. We know that you're supposed to at least give a day for the judges to think things over and be malamitz chos on someone who is supposed to be publicly executed. You're not supposed to rush through the judgment. And so says the Avasoylam that you see from here that there was Xerah from the Melech, from, from Achav, don't sit on this. He did something terrible. He cursed the king and he cursed God. And the, because of the severity of his actions, we're going to bypass the norms of halacha and we're going to execute him the same day uh, as soon as we can. The Kisenachain writes that really Navas's execution could have been ordered by Achav. But Hashem caused that this whole story should happen so that Izevel should be the one to carry out the Gzeira against Navas so that her her evil core, her evil roots would come to the surface and bring punishment upon her. She was such a Baala Savera and was such a terrible influence that she causes Achav to lose his Oilam Haba that for that reason she deserved that the punishment, that, that the Xavier should come through her so she would be worthy of the punishment. The Mayam adds that Izevel's 
plot against Navois was really designed to cause him embarrassment before his death. Because of the embarrassment that he caused her husband, she wanted that he should be embarrassed before his death, and therefore she created this terrible plot. Instead of secretly assassinating him, she creates this horrible accusation against Navois that causes him to be embarrassed. Says the Mayam Loyes in the end, she too was killed in an embarrassing manner. We'll see that the dogs licked her blood and Mida connected Mida for her actions here.